0: My sister opened a card in my name, and it's ruined my credit score. I don't know what to do. A couple months ago, my sister opened up credit cards with the Apple Store, one in her name and in my name, and said that it would not bill me or do anything with my credit score. I told her I didn't want it, and she ended up taking it. Anyway, fast forward a bit to now, My sister has currently gone off the rails and used that card to its limit, I think, and I don't think she's making any payments on it. I'm not currently in contact with her because she's being unreasonable. I don't know what to do. She has the card, and I have a feeling that if I call the card company and tell the truth about what's going on, that she could possibly go to jail. What should I do? I really don't want my credit score to be completely ruined. Now, for this kind of situation, you got to probably bring in some legal response into this to, at the very least, get her to stop, right? Because technically speaking, you could prevent someone from, you know, obviously going to jail as long as you don't press charges, but you could probably get them to stop her from using your card because this could get extremely dangerous, like financially dangerous, and it Could be very, very bad. Am I dumb for dumping $1,000 into my student loan debt every month instead of investing? I am a 25 year old who makes $45,000 pre tax. I graduated with about $33,000 in student loan debt, and I have managed to whittle it down to about $10,000 over the past four years. More recently, the last two years, I have been dropping $1,000 every month on my loans to try to get rid of them as soon as possible. But I have been neglecting savings and investments so I can get rid of this debt. Is this a good idea? I would like to have all of my student loans paid off before the end of 2020, and then I can take that extra $1,000 and put it towards savings and investments. I want to know if I'm making the right move financially. I have zero debt other than the student loans, car is paid off, and I always pay my credit card bills completely each month. In Betterment, I have about $3,000 in savings, $1,100 in an investment account, and about $6,000 in an IRA, which was, ro- which was a road over 401k from my previous employer. I also have a $3,600 simple IRA through Fidelity that my current employer matches 3% on. I do not have any other savings or depositing to these accounts. Now, with this situation, what someone really needs to be doing is just pay off their debt, right? So they have $10,000 in debt, right? They have $3000 in savings and $1100 in an investment account. I'd probably put the savings down to about $2000 and then use $2100 from the savings combined with the investment account and just pay what like a decent chunk of that debt down so that you have roughly like $7900 left and then just hammer that thing down which they should be able to pay it down within a year, right? So it really shouldn't be that bad. They should just go and pay down the debt. And anyone in this similar situation should just pay down the debt. Because once you get free of the debt, that just frees up the cash flow from your income. And honestly, that just opens up so many more opportunities for you. I'm 23, working a minimum wage job, which is $8. Should I save up or study in an open university while working? My father, which I really constantly disagree with, says I should work until I'm about 26 in my $9 per hour job until I have enough to study for four years in university. I just can't imagine doing absolutely nothing till then. I live in Israel, Minimum wage is $9 per hour. My rent is $430 per month while living with my parents. I have no car, have a bare minimum education, no psychometry, and a barely passing high school diploma. Served in the Army for three years and didn't really do anything that benefits me post-service. So what now? I have no connections, can barely afford therapy, $400 four times a month, for social anxiety, and have no money even for my hobbies. MMA, singing, had to take a month break since I was earning less than I spent. MMA is $150 eight times a month. Singing is $250, also four times a month. I feel like I'm stuck. I obviously quit MMA for now and reduced the amount of singing lessons. I don't pay for food and electricity at least, Otherwise, I don't think I'd save up anything. I currently have $6,300 saved up since 2018. Any suggestions? Also, an open university requires no attendance as there's almost nothing to attend for and there are no deadlines. You can't fail this university. You simply pay for retaking the same courses that you failed. Some take four years and some take 8, 10, 12, or even more. You can take it in your own pace while choosing with which subjects you start yourself. The catch is that you have no guidance nor teachers that can help you. I'm surprisingly good at learning by myself. I actually have a harder time with teachers as they make me think I have a time, li- time limit to how long I can think, which makes me stressed even when they tell me I can take my time. No teacher... Eventually you will get pissed off And that's all I can think about Now in this kind of situation For this person They should still continue To work the job Until obviously They find something That pays better than them Because $9 per hour Is really nothing Like it's just really nothing Now that being said I would still try to go to University at the same time Try to cash flow it because since you don't got to really be there to do this stuff you could just work all the time and then just go like go pass the test, right? That's pretty much all you'd have to do, get your diploma and or degree, should I say, and then get a better paying job. Because you don't actually have to spend any time at college, which is a pretty huge plus. It's basically like taking an online exam or online College, As long as that online college actually provides an outlet for you to actually get a better job That's a pretty important factor because many online colleges won't necessarily provide you with a good paying job So you got to keep that in mind if you're in this kind of situation or in a similar situation Because education is good and all, degrees are good and all But if no one pays you for the degree, then it's just a waste of time and money, right? And really, you got to go out there and like work and socialize with more people to help you with the social anxiety, because the only way to cure social anxiety is to become more social. You have to put yourself in that situation. Pills are not going to help you. Therapy is not really going to help you. Like you have to go and socialize people like you have to do it. Like You probably have to put it into like a routine and be like, hey, I want to talk to at least one person today that I haven't talked to before. And just work on that every single day. If you missed a day, if you missed two days, that's fine. Just keep trying to do it every single day. And that's with basically anything because the only way to get better at something is to go out there and do it. Have a personal finance story or question? Feel free to post your own financial story in the comment section or submit it to us on Instagram at 40 in Bucks, and we will try to put it in a future episode. We will also have this as a podcast in the future where we go over personal finance stories, money stories, and business stories so that you can listen to this wherever you are. Make sure to stay tuned and unbox your money. Subscribe if you found this helpful or interesting for weekly business, personal finance, content, and stories. Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. Hit the like button because that does help this channel. Hit the bell to stay notified for future episodes and future stories. You can check out 4 unboxcom Leave a comment and share this and really leave a comment as to maybe your own story like we said. Learn step-by-step how to make a profitable course in the description of this episode. Get a free stock in the description by joining Robinhood if you've never joined Robinhood before. And that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in future episodes. And give us your thoughts on some of these stories in this episode.